Hello, I am Donna Freeman, the founder of Yoga in My School, and this is the Yoga in My School podcast. I appreciate you coming and having a listen. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your comments, and your ratings. It truly is a blessing as it helps others to find us. The purpose of the Yoga in My School podcast is to empower you to share yoga and mindfulness with youth. Through the archives and this episode in particular, I know that you will receive inspiration, knowledge, and tools to help you do so. We also are big fans of building community, and we love finding people who are doing amazing things in the kids' yoga community worldwide. So if you know of someone, or maybe you are someone, who are doing something incredible and you'd like to share it, feel free to reach out. You can email me, Donna, at yoganmyschool.com with ideas for upcoming episodes. Appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful day, and enjoy this episode. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Donna Freeman, and I'm broadcasting live from just outside of Edmonton, Alberta, in lovely St. Albert. And uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining, joining in on the fun today. Um, we've got a great topic uh, with a, a dear friend and fellow enthusiastic yogi and um, mindfulness trainer in schools. Uh, here uh, locally, at, uh, her name is Susan Agrius, and Susan is a, a very interesting lady. She's got a great uh, story behind her, and she brings a wealth of information to mindfulness and to mindfulness training for youth. But before we get into that, I wanted to wish you all a happy summer. We're getting into the summer months. Some schools have already are out, and others are facing uh, final exams and all those kinds of fun things. But as you get into summer, make sure that you're taking some time to to rest, to reflect, to renew, and to uh, you know build yourself from the inside out. Um, Self love and um, being resilient is so important, and finding time for silence, finding time to do a whole lot of nothing is really important. Um, and we'll be, we'll be broadcasting uh, various interviews over the summer months as well. You can always follow on social media. On Instagram, you can find me at Donna K. Freeman, or on Facebook, there's always yoga in my school. So definitely um, stay in touch, ask questions, and if you're looking for a particular guest or something that we can host on the podcast here, let me know. Drop me a line. So we're going to be talking with Susan today, Susan Engros, about the Be Kind Mindfulness Triathlon and all that is involved there. Susan, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Donna. How are you doing? I'm good. Did you find a safe place to pull over? <laughs> I did. I pulled over, so uh, I'm sitting in my car right now in a neighborhood right now. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> All the best laid plans, right? Absolutely, for sure. All right, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Those are, uh, people who you're just meeting for the first time of our listeners, who is Susan Agrio? So a little bit about, uh, about myself is uh, I, I've been an athlete pretty much all my, uh, all my life. And uh, so I've been very involved in the, in the fitness world, which is uh, probably the polar opposite of the whole yoga uh, mindfulness meditation world that, I, um, that, I've, that I've stepped into and that I've, that I've embraced. I um, had taught it, uh, I was a school teacher, K-12, to so I taught uh, 
school kids for uh, for 10 years. And at the same time, I was also uh, competing in, in several sports as well as um, I was also working with athletes and, and, and training them. So I had sort of this, this teaching fitness, um, fitness background. And um, I, I quickly realized that just um, as I was getting everybody really physically fit, they were still telling me that they were stressed out, uh, they were anxious, they couldn't sleep, they couldn't focus. Um, even my students um, were telling me as young as seven and eight years old, they were telling me that they were stressed out and anxious. And I'm like, you're only seven, like how can you possibly be stressed out and anxious? So I hopped on a plane and off I went to India, which is the birthplace of uh, yoga and meditation. And, and um, I studied with some of the world's greatest yoga masters, swamis and gurus, because I wanted to, I, I knew the mind was very important. I wanted to learn more about the, the mind and integrate um, these ancient teachings that have been around for thousands of years and then bring them back to North America so we can lead healthier lives, both physically and both um, and both mentally. So uh, it really became about um, the, the body, mind, and looking at everything as a, as a full package, so to speak. Awesome. That's great. And then you came back and you, you were working in yoga and mindfulness a little bit, adding that to your, your fitness um, regime and helping people. But then you invented this term, mind fitness. Can you tell me yeah. a little bit about what this means? Absolutely, I can. So my, my company actually used to be uh, training by Agrius because it was very, uh, you know, fitness sort of oriented, uh, the athletic sort of uh, background and working with also recreational athletes and, and, and teams. And I realized I'd sort of outgrown that, that name because I was working a lot with, um, with, with, the, with the mind. And um, so I was like, I need a term and I couldn't quite come up with something where how do I come up with a one word that's going to, you know, incorporate this combination of working with the body and with the mind, linking movement and breath, connecting the body and the mind. And so I thought, okay, well, what I'm doing is I've got mindfulness and I've got fitness. And so I took those two words, mindfulness and fitness, and created a word, mind fitness. And I was like, I've got it. That it, it, it encapsulates and embraces both, both aspects. So my company became Agrius Mind Fitness. And so now I use the word, this new word, mind fitness, that you will not find in a dictionary. But who knows, maybe if it catches on enough, maybe someday it will be in the dictionary. Well, and especially with the focus and the emphasis now on mental health, it's so important for us to actually, you know, physical fitness and mind fitness. Come on, guys, let's get with the program here. So. Agreed, agreed. And as you know, with your, with your background in, in yoga, you know, if you go to these um, these other countries, if you go to, you know, India and, um, you know, they don't separate the body, mind, and the spirit, but yet we tend to separate things here in North America. It's starting to change, but we tend to look at, you go see somebody to work with your physical body to get it into shape, and then you go see somebody else to work with your mind, be it, you know, a psychologist, be it a, a, a psychologist, and we separate those two, but you can't separate the, the, the body and the mind. I, I mean, they, 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 they both play upon each, each other. And um, so as I said, so it's important that you actually train both or work with both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that idea that you train both. Um, and I think a lot of mindfulness techniques is, is just that. It's like we practice. 
you do it again and again and repeat and repeat so that when it comes to a crunch time, a stressful event or something, you know, <laughs> that, that we are exactly. then able to take those skills and implement them into that moment and say, whoa, 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 I'm getting stressed here or I'm, you know, anxious exactly. or whatever is going on. That's right. And yeah, we I really like, like when we sit, as you know, when we sit on our, on our mat and we go to that place of, of, of stillness or if we're linking our movement and breath in, in, in yoga, um, that's our laboratory. That's our practice grounds. But the real practice happens when you step off your mat and then you're faced with these situations in everyday life. But as I said, we go over them over and over and over and over again. So it's like a preventative thing. So then we're ready for it when that, when that, that, that happens, that stressor or whatever it is that triggers us off in everyday life ha- happens. Then we're like, oh, okay, I've been practicing this in a controlled environment. Now I'm ready. I have these tools now that I can draw upon. And then I can come from a place of choice. And I'm not reacting to my situation. I can actually respond to my situation. And I love that idea of choice that you just talked about, the choice of, you know, pausing, (laughs) creating that awareness that you are able to pause and make a decision. Exactly. Exactly. So how has, because I know you go into schools and you present this awesome, uh, wonderful workshop for kids. How is that received by the the students and the teachers? What's the, the feedback that you're getting? The feedback has been fantastic, and I have to say there's been quite a shift from when I first started uh, doing this in the schools just over 10 years ago. So when I started going into the schools, um, sometimes they would say, is this, is this a religion? And I'd be like, no, it's, it's, it's not. Um, we're not worshipping anything outside of ourselves. Our breath is our breath. We don't say you have Christian breath or Greek Orthodox breath or Catholic breath. Breath is breath. Now I find it is much more accepted. Um, I still have to watch sort of the terms that I use, and so I I still use the word mindfulness. Um, I'm finding more and more I can use the word meditation, Um, but sometimes meditation can sometimes ruffle people's people's feathers. But there really is um, a a big shift. People see the benefits of it. So when I was doing this over 10 years ago, I had to explain the benefits. They like to understand what's the research behind this. Now there's this understanding of we know the, the, the benefits, we can see this, it's become more mainstream, which ironically, even though it's become more mainstream, it's been around for thousands of years, but yet it's new to some, to some people. Um, so it's being much more um, accepted now, I feel, in the schools and the feedback and the benefits. Some of the emails that I, um, that I get after from, from whether it's the, the teachers sharing stories about things they've gone through themselves and how it's benefited them or how it's benefited their students and how it caused a shift in their classroom. Um, it's just been, been fantastic, the, uh, the feedback I've been getting. That's awesome. Well, and I've seen the same thing with, you know, you and I have been in this as work long enough to, to see yeah. uh, a, a definite shift in, in understanding, in openness, yes. and in a, a adoption of the techniques just into, into the mainstream. And it's wonderful to see. Absolutely. It wonderful. is, isn't it? Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit because you've got this background in psychology and this background in yoga and mindfulness. Um, there is huge overlap <laughs> there. 
Can you talk a little bit yeah. about that and in, in how, you know, counselors um, can use mindfulness and mindfulness practitioners can, can, um, can really benefit the mental health of, uh, of themselves, of the people that they're working with? For sure, for sure. And there's also been, you know, a shift in that whole field of psychology, psychiatry, and, uh, and, 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 and with the counseling, I, I get a lot of, um, you know, psychologists and, and, and psychiatrists and counselors that come in and do my mindfulness um, trainings because they're looking at other tools to add on to what they're already using. So there's a nice little openness. Um, but just doing something, you know, not only just for, for their clients, but also for themselves, because with the psychologists and, and, and the counselors and, and the psychiatrists take on, sometimes they forget about themselves. So, so I always stress the importance of this is something that you've also got to use for, your, for yourself and not just for your clients. But it is really nice to see that there is the shift and they're starting to, you know, because there's, there's so many different, there's cognitive, you know, psychology, there's behavior psychology, there's all these different types. And they're all starting to now kind of go, let's look at these breathing techniques. We're seeing that mm-hmm. we can actually, in some cases, you know, look at altering the medication. And I have actually had lots of people go off their medications. And I want to stress medication does have its place. I do think that we have to start looking at some alternatives, you know, as opposed to because we're such a heavily medicated society. And I've noticed that the psychiatrists are starting to look at these other alternatives. And in conjunction with working with some of the psychiatrists and our our mutual clients, we've actually uh, weaned um, clients. I've had clients that have been on five medications for depression, and I'm going, why on five? Like, why not just one? We've weaned them right off, and I've got clients that can tell stories that were taking five medications that eight, nine years later are not taking any medications at all. And so I say to them, have you taken your meds today as a meditation as opposed to medication? And again, I want to stress medication does have its place, but I think it's worthwhile exploring some other alternatives or some other things we can do to help enhance what we're already doing. Yeah, I like that. I like it's like, yes, each thing has a role to play and over-reliance on any one modality may not be the best way to go about it, but to be open and to always follow the advice of your medical professionals. Beautifully put, beautifully put. All right. Now you have a big event coming up on Friday night, my girl. Tell me a little bit about the Be Kind <laughs> Mindfulness Triathlon. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a big one. I'm really excited about it because it's not like your regular triathlon where you do your uh, your swim, then you hop on your bike, and then you do your run. What we do for this triathlon is you do a run walk, then you do yoga. And then we do meditations. And I incorporate what I call the Be Kind Mindfulness Challenge, where you say or do something kind for somebody for 40 consecutive days. Consecutive is key because if you miss a day, you have to start again. I encourage people, Uh it doesn't just have to be for 40 days. It can be for the rest of your life. It doesn't have to be for one person. It can be for multiple persons throughout throughout the day. We talk about what that looks like. It's about coming together as community of all ages. I find a lot of events, what they do, especially if there's some exercise involved, 
they separate, they have the kids separate, and then they have the adults separate. And I'm interested in bringing, we've got as young as two, three years old, and then we've got people into their 70s and all ages in between. And it's about community coming together to support one another. It's a, it's a fun run. And then I take the money from that and I put it back into the schools for the programs that I'm doing, the trainings for the teachers, the mindfulness trainings for the teachers, for the students, the Be Kind uh, assemblies. And I put that back in for mental health and wellness in the, uh, in the schools. Fabulous. And it's on June 7th. Fabulous. I don't think so I how- mentioned that. It's this Friday. Yeah. Yeah, this Friday. Right. And where is it being held? Yeah. Where is we're, it being held? Uh, meeting, yes, we're meeting at the Alfred Savage Center, and the run walk will take place in the River Valley, and then we'll be inside the Alfred Savage for the yoga and for the meditation. And if weather allows, then we'll have a, a nice bonfire. And if it's raining, I know the forecast was showing some, some rain. Um, if it's raining, it's a beautiful sheltered um, run walk through the River Valley, and if it's really, really raining hard, we'll give people the option to do the run walk or we're going to have um, a sort of a fitness um, aerobics dance inside the um, mm-hmm. inside the Alfred Savage. So we'll just make sure we get that fitness component um, in there. And so I'm super excited about us all, all coming together. And as I said, it's the Be Kind Mind Fitness um, Triathlon. So it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, it sounds great. And um, I know that you had invited me to go and I'm so sorry that I can't attend, but my Daughter has a has a meeting. I have to go to. So I'm like ah. And I, I understand okay, that. Fine. And you know what? There'll be others. There'll be other opportunities. And so as I said, maybe you can I can uh, have you come out with me to one of the schools. I just did one uh, a few days ago. And uh, or you can come next year when I uh, when I do that. It's, it's an annual one. So if you can't join me this time, there'll be lots of other opportunities. Yeah, I know. I've watched you do this for a couple of years, and I'm so glad that we've been able to carve out a moment of time between our two schedules to connect here and, and tell people all about the great work that you're doing. And the great work that you're doing, too. And so uh, my hat's off to you because uh, you've actually done a lot for the students with your uh, yoga in the schools, and not just the students, but just our, our community. So my hat's off to you. Um, for uh, doing all the work that you uh, do as well. Oh, you're very kind. Tell, tell people a little bit about if they want to get involved with the triathlon, what do they need to do? What they can do is they can go to my website at uh, Agrius Mind Fitness. And so um, my name is spelled A-G-R-I-O-S, as in Susan, and then mind, M-I-N-D, and then fitness, F-I-T-N-E-S-S dot com. And there'll be a link that's there. If you look at my homepage, you just click on it, and that will take you um, to the place where you can, uh, where you can register. And, um, or you can just um, show up at 6 o'clock if you would like at the Alfred Savage uh, Center because it starts at 6.30. But we'll need you to show up um, at 6 o'clock if you're going to register on the day of. We're almost um, sold out. Um, so as I said, uh, it's probably better to pre-register in case, um, you know, um, it's sold out before that, which, um, which I think they may be sold out before that, but we're getting very low on, uh, on, on, on space. We have limited space. Awesome. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you, that it's full. That, that's great. Yay. 
Yeah, we're almost there, so I'm very excited too. Good for you. All right, my dear. So we want to encourage people to get involved with the Be Kind Mindfulness Triathlon. Take advantage of those last few spots. Get in there. Go have some fun on Friday night. Do a run, walk, slash fitness component. Um, get some yoga in. Get your meditation on. And take up the Be Kind Mindfulness Challenge. 40 days. 40 days. Easy, people. Just do it. Just start. Be kind. <laughs> All right. Susan, how can people find you on social media? Um, the best bet, as I said, is uh, they can go to uh, well, my Facebook, just to Susan Agrius. And so, again, last name, A-G-R-I-O-S. They can go to my Facebook, or they can go to my Agrius at Agrius Mind Fitness on Instagram. and uh, Or they can just uh, email me. I'll give you the easy one, which is S, my first initial, Agrius, A-G-R-I-O-S, at hotmail.com. And uh, those are probably the best ways. Please reach out um, and contact me. Um, and uh, as I said, if you can't join me for a triathlon, then, then come join me even on a retreat. We're going to Greece this year, so that's another another option. And um, so there's lots of ways to get involved. And if you can't uh, meet me in person, then just do the Be Kind Mindfulness Challenge on your own and just stay or do something kind for somebody and spread it. Share it with other people. And that would be that would be fantastic. Marvelous. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, my dear. I know you got a busy day, so I appreciate it, and all the best with your triathlon this weekend. Aw, thank you so much, Donna, and for you also taking the time out of your busy schedule. And uh, it's amazing that we were able to uh, connect, and I look forward to hopefully seeing you in person and not just hearing your voice next time, but seeing each other uh, face-to-face hopefully soon. Yeah, awesome. Always the people that are the closest is the ones that you're always chasing. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> okay. All right, have a great, great day, my dear. Okay, you too. Okay, okay. Satnam. Bye, Donna. Okay, Satnam. Bye-bye. We've been chatting with Susan Agrios, and she is uh, the founder of Mind Fitness, Agrios Mind Fitness, and she's hosting the Be Kind Mindfulness Triathlon, which is a combination of a run, walk, plus yoga, plus meditation that's happening this Friday, June 7th in Edmonton. I encourage you to be kind, to take this challenge, the, the 40 days of Be Kind Uh, being kind to other people. And if you skip a day, then definitely just pick it up and start all over again. It's easy, folks. We can definitely change the world one kind act at a time. So appreciate you listening. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Donna Freeman. This has been the Yoga in My School podcast. Follow us on social media. And if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. Have a wonderful day. Namaste.